Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Tuesday. Facebook and Instagram might just be costing you money in the near future. Instead of just costing your sanity, um, $14 a month specifically for ad-free service. This is this is something that, well, I mean, isn't really the exact same as streaming services that had been providing you with an ad-free experience prior, and you were still paying uh, you know, a monthly fee, and then they added ads. Yeah, that's not a great feeling. But no, this is something that has always kind of been ad-supported, and now you've got an option to pay for and get rid of the ads. Kind of like a YouTube premium. But still, no thanks, though. Um, it's not a valuable service, though, right? Uh, I'll happily let you keep making money, Facebook and Instagram, Meta, Zuckerberg, by selling my personal information and fueling the endless algorithms of e-commerce. Yeah, I will do that if you'll put Canadian news back on my feed and actually show me what a friend is doing from time to time. And while we're at it, what is with all the bot posts in every single group about the shoes? What is that? Fall is here. It's time to decorate, it's time to get festive, it's time to get into the spirit of the occasion, and I've just learned that one of those things that you must do now for your significant other is the so-called boo basket. No, not boob basket. I mean, that sounds like a great thing on its own, but also confusing. No, boo basket. Like, boo, scary. What the ghost says. And the boo basket is consisting of a bunch of different items that are, you know, fall and holiday themed for the October season. Usually there's like some sort of fleece blanket, some sort of scented candle in there, some sort of snacks. I'm sure pumpkin spice, this and that, all, you know, to be added in there. And some personal flourish, some personal touch. I know, sounds like a lot of work already, right? Um, and why I probably have to make one now is because of the hints that were dropped by my significant other just yesterday, just last night. Oh, babe, did you see these? Did you see these boo baskets? No, I've never heard of that before in my entire life. But hang on a minute here. Now, the, the internet tells me this morning that it is boyfriend day today. Boyfriend day. And you know what the truth of the matter is? I want my own boo basket. With blackjack and hookers. In fact... Forget the park! I mean, boo basket. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Don't forget to make your boo basket for your significant other. What the heck is that, right? Yeah, we don't know. It's a new thing. I swear, it's invented this year, or very recently at least. We're just talking about this. Equal parts invented Halloween tradition designed to make you feel bad for not spending all the money on. And also really cute idea that will seriously get you some romance points or like parent points for instance and I figure if you are going to participate in this newfound and commerce driven tradition no problem, no judgment power to you, uh, make it your own do whatever you want with it, uh, you know there's some sort of guidelines that have been invented but then again the whole tradition has been invented like they all have, haven't they? so do what just makes you feel good, it could be a lot of fun Maybe maybe do it in a pumpkin. That'd be an interesting way to do it. I mean, not that the pumpkin's going to last if you cut into it right away. <laughs> but it's an idea. 
Got some flowing through my head this morning. A rare occurrence. I know. Big story over the last week or so has been some of the crazy visuals and the performance snippets from U2 uh, making the uh, debut of the Sphere in Las Vegas a reality. Now we've finally seen uh, through the veil and have seen what it looks like on the inside. It's just as crazy as on the outside, maybe even crazier. But even while they were performing, uh, there's been some uh, you know interesting moments. Uh, Matt Bellamy of Muse has been playing along with them and uh, and uh, also was at a London O2 show, which is crazy, where he's smashed a guitar, did the whole rock and roll thing. Uh, but uh, specifically, the U2 show, they did an honoring of Sinead O'Connor and they played Nothing Compares to You, at least a part of it uh, at the Las Vegas Sphere and uh, just insane videos coming out from there worth taking a look at this morning if you're trying to uh, distract yourself from work. Ringo Starr as well in the news. Uh, most recently he's been talking about how some AI assisted Beatles tracks are a possibility and one in particular has been worked on. Not that they're trying to use AI to replicate the voices of any long lost members of the band like George or of course John but they are using it to uh, take demo tapes from decades ago and isolate musical parts so that they can get a proper mix out of it, which is an interesting use of AI in the musical sphere. But he also says it should have been out already. It's going to be the last song to ever feature the four original members uh, in the actual recording and all from authentic tapes back in the day. That Las Vegas sphere, though, holy bleeps and stuff. Seriously, holy, what the... Have you seen the videos from inside this thing? We've seen videos from outside most recently, and the one that gets me and my significant other laughing the most is the, like, the smiley face, the emoji face. Kind of looks around, it does like a double take. Sees you through your your hotel window and whatever you're up to up there. <laughs> I love that. But we finally see now on the inside, thanks to YouTube performing, uh, they've always been pushing the limits of what a live arena concert experience can be. But this is something else. And it doesn't even matter who the act is, really. I mean, they're a means to an end. And that end is staring in any and every direction and seeing the trippiest stuff you've ever seen. This thing looks like a planetarium laser show on acid. On acid. Wednesday. The big question this morning, uh, asking, let me know what you think. What is the worst horror movie you have ever seen? Jump into it online, or you can, of course, text me or call it 780-715-2789. I, I don't know what to do for Halloween this year. I really uh, have not decided on a costume, on what the plan is for uh, for the activity, for the fun to be had. But, you know, it'll happen. It'll fall together. Uh, I always find that every year... There are those Halloween costumes that you see available. You know, you go to look for yourself and you're seeing all these for sale. But yet you never really see people wearing them out in the real world. Uh, like, for example, the electrical socket and plug. The, the duo, the couple's costume. Nothing says we were prepared like the electrical socket and the plug costume. Get it? Because one goes out and one goes... In. Yeah, anyway. Uh, peanut butter toast and jelly toast. That's another one that you just never really, really run into all that much. Oh, there, there's a variant as well. The healthy option, the avocado and toast combination. Uh, and then there's the other category, the costumes that you'd never expect people to wear, and yet there's always a few of them every single Halloween. Like the skeleton with the um, extra bone swinging around. You know, bumping into people. I've had one of those things knock a drink out of my hand, all right? That's no fun. That's no fun for anybody. We start with Foo Fighters uh, because they've just announced a 2024 U.S. Stadium tour to support their Everything or Nothing album. They're going to be returning to some of the uh, big venues that they haven't been at since 2015. 
uh, such as the New York City Field, for instance, all through next summer. Going to be very worthwhile to take a trip somewhere to go and check it out. And uh, they are calling it just an American tour, U.S. stadium tour, uh, which means absolutely no Canadian dates, not even Vancouver or Toronto. Uh, Stevie Nicks in the news because of a couple reasons. First off, she's got a Barbie doll that's now based on her. Uh, well, specifically, her look from Rumors, the, the cover art from the album, the absolutely quintessential album. Uh, she uh, is going to wrap up a tour that is started this year in December, but her most recent show uh, where she revealed the toy that M- Mattel has approached her with and has actually fabricated and made. She was at Madison Square Garden on October 1st and shared that she has been keeping the doll on tour with her. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Welcome, new Speaker of the House in Canada. Brand new Speaker of the House, Greg Fergus, is someone I'm sure who will be holding very thorough background checks for every person they invite into the House. Going forward. Ahem. <clears throat> It is a, a, a historical appointment as well, as Fergus is the first black person to hold the title. That's very cool. And the video of his approach to the chair is bizarre, but not for that reason whatsoever. It's because well, there's this old tradition where the Speaker of the House is playfully dragged to their chair for the very first time when they're newly appointed. It comes from just old, weird tradition. You can look it up. You can find out about it. But in this case, both Justin Trudeau and Pierre Polyev take Fergus by the arms and all but skip across that ugly key lime green carpet. Um, it looks like a deep fake video. It does not look real. It's surrealist to my brain. Looks like a video of two best friends bringing their pal out to the front lawn to give him the birthday bumps. They're all joking and laughing but hustling him along and, uh, you know, just looking like the best of friends. We know that's not really the truth, though. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thursday. I've always wanted to see a giant pumpkin in real life. Haven't you? Haven't you? Doesn't everybody really have that longing, that fall autumnal harvest season longing? Um, I've seen so many videos and photos of these gigantic pumpkins. Never seen them. Just the regular variety, which I love as well. Those are great. Seeing a big basket of those brings joy to my face. But uh, gotta give some love to a couple of people from BC, from Richmond specifically, uh, who have now got an award-winning pumpkin, nearly as large as the largest the world has ever produced. Uh, David Chan and Janet Love. Really cool names. Uh, They were in California at a way-off that's been happening since 1921. It's a century old, this competition. And theirs was 1,000... And three kilograms, equaling roughly 2,212 pounds. What's the size of the biggest in the world? Well, that was 1,226 kilograms. Like 3,000 pounds-ish. I didn't do the math, but holy cow, it's big. It's big. Um, But uh, this has been a a labor of love. Uh, David Chan has been... Uh, Focusing this part of his life in post-retirement on uh, 40 years of growing pumpkins, but he's really, you know, coming to his own, and they won some thousands of dollars, roughly worked out to $9 per pound of pumpkin. Now what do they do with it? Now what do you even do with a pumpkin that size? Do you hollow it out? Do you live in it for a little while before it goes rotten? Do you crush a car with it? That's how we used to do it. Come on, 
Come on, you know you want to. Crush somebody's car with that pumpkin. Why is there eggnog on the shelves so early? Why is there eggnog on the shelves? Hey, you know what? I, I understand. It seems a little early. However, seen people screaming about this in the comment section uh, just the last two days. Uh, and I gotta tell you, the eggnog in the grocery store fridges is not the smoking Christmas gun that people are making it out to be. Because it's, it's Thanksgiving weekend. A lot of people associate eggnog with Thanksgiving as well. That's why it's out there. In fact, if you really think about it, there are a lot of foods that are in common between Thanksgiving meals and then the holiday meals. A lot of the times, at least that's what I've found. But what is the smoking gun of Christmas commerce coming in hot? It's the fact that they've got a whole section of Christmas lights growing like a like a shimmering tumor in the Halloween corner of just about every store already. It's October and the dates are still in the single digits. The time right now is to find a good pumpkin and hope that it even lasts long enough to carve it before Halloween. That is the, the plan right now, and I am fine dying on that hill. But, you know, enjoy your eggnog. Whatever. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Tom Morello's mother, Mary Morello, just celebrated 100 years of life. And there was a big, big birthday celebration. Now, Tom has met a few musicians in his time, and Jack Black is amongst them. He showed up, uh, he was there, and he covered Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne alongside a bunch of teens in the band, uh, Roman, Tom Morello's son, amongst them. As a present for Mary, this is what that sounded like. It's such a great song and channeling some school of rock energy right there for sure. Speaking of families and music, uh, now they haven't actually formed a family band yet, but they're both musically inclined. Uh, Ethan Hawke and Maya Hawke. Actors and uh, father and daughter, respectively. Uh, they, uh, of course, have been in a movie together. Uh, we Don't Run is also a cover of a Willie Nelson song that features in that film, and that's actually being released for part of a Record Store Day Black Friday edition from the Light in the Attic uh, archival label. Uh, very interesting. Very curious to hear what this one sounds like, but uh, not available just yet. You can get a snippet, but actual physical copies are being able to buy that. They're going to wait just a little bit. Black Friday around the corner. This morning, the news has got a lot of focus on the cost of Thanksgiving. Canada's opposition is pushing for prices to get more stable at the grocery store. Prime Minister Trudeau is saying we got to make sure that this Thanksgiving and all future Thanksgivings are affordable for Canadian families. But what, what do you mean? Stabilize Thanksgiving? Like in time for Thanksgiving? Stabilize the price of groceries in time for Thanksgiving. I just did my Thanksgiving grocery shopping last night. And we're talking about, we got to focus on this, guys. We got to stabilize Thanksgivings this weekend. It's the Canadian one, not the American one. What are you talking about? I would have loved to have saved some money. Don't get me wrong. When that price tag showed up at the very end, I went, okay, maybe we eat a little less food for the rest of the winter, you know? But... I just think maybe a little bit of a head start on this might have helped in time for actual Canadian Thanksgiving. There's no way you're stabilizing anything by Friday. That's tomorrow. Friday. An age-old question that comes up and can break families asunder this time of year if uh, you know people are really taking part in the Thanksgiving festivities is pumpkin pie. Uh, do you get the store-bought kind or do you make it from scratch? 
Uh, or do you do the hybrid and you like make the filling, but you grab the the actual pie crust, uh, not from scratch, that uh, pre-made. They, you've got those pre-pressed, pre-made at all kinds of different sizes these days, uh, and probably for many years now. <laughs> I never do it. Can you tell? I never do that route. Uh, it's always just the store bought. Mom used to make a pumpkin pie when I was a kid. Uh, I've never really been all that interested in re- trying to replicate and perfect because sometimes, sometimes I have found that a homemade pumpkin pie is just not for me. I don't know. The consistency is just seems a little weird. Uh, the flavor isn't, isn't quite what I'm looking for. However, I don't know if I've ever encountered a manufactured store made pumpkin pie that I didn't love. So it's just easy to do. The, the trick, the real trick is, yeah, it's tempting to buy the little squirt, you know, the squirty can of the whipped cream. It's great. It's great. Keep one in the fridge pretty much all the time at our place. But you really want to, if you're going to indulge in the pumpkin pie, no matter how it has been formulated, created, put on the plate, make the fresh whipped cream. That's that's what you got to do. Put that on top. Completely elevates your pie game. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about here. Paul McCartney and a podcast that has just started this week. It's not going to be one that's going to take up your entire life, though. It's a limited one. Twelve parts to this one. It's called A Life in Lyrics, and it's actually sort of an accompaniment to the book that he's put out called The Lyrics, 1956 to the Present. And basically, it's explaining uh, one song per episode, the history behind it, some interesting facts and stories that you might not know. They started off with Eleanor Rigby, for example. That one's already out, and they explain things like the title of the song actually came from a grave that uh, both John Lennon and Paul McCartney saw once, and they just thought this was a very interesting name. More to it than that. You'll have to go to the podcast for more, though. And share in the news. She's got a new album coming out. Specifically, she has announced a new Christmas album. This is about the time of the year you start hearing about it, but the first single has already arrived, which might seem a bit premature. And it's got a bit of a cringe title. Uh, It's called DJ Play a Christmas Song. The entire album is going to be a big collaboration. There's a bunch of people on there. You know Michael Buble from Christmas Music for sure. Stevie Wonder's on there and a whole lot more. That's going to be out October 20th. Just in time, right? You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Sometimes a product comes out and you got to scratch your head over it. Who thought of this? I mean, an example from the past would be that that lick your cat with a fake tongue in your mouth product. Hey, no judgment if you tried it, especially if your cat did love it. Why not? But there's a lot of people who saw that and went, huh? Here's the latest. Um, It is a, uh, a Bluetooth microphone that you literally strap to your face because not only is it noise-canceling to make your voice sound as crisp and clear and professional as possible, it also does noise cancellation so that other people can't hear you. Now, that sounds like a great product for everyone else, (laughs) not for the person who talks too loud in public, especially on the phone. Uh, Those people are going to do it anyway. There's no stopping that. That's just going to happen. I never understood it, but they'll do it. This is meant to prevent that? Yeah, there's no way. If I could describe this product to you, it is as if Apple has invented a smart ball gag. That's what it looks like. It's just covering only the mouth. It looks kind of like a VR headset sort of thing. It's actually from a company called Shift All. But I don't know if this one's going to take off. I don't know if we'll see people walking around with this. Like we did with the you know, the Bluetooth earpieces. You still see that every once in a while. I'm like, are you in a call center right now? People calling you that often? I think you can just lift the phone to your face. 
This is a very, very special date on the calendar. Opening night of Clue on stage at Keanu Theater. Uh, Jamie Dunstan, director of the production. How are you doing today? Oh, we're doing good. We're all a little tired. We uh, The show is extremely uh, energetic and, and uh, it's taken a lot out of us, but we're really excited about tonight's show. Yeah, and it's the week of, right? You know, it's uh, I'm sure you've been just so busy every single night and we're making you get up so early to come and chat with us this morning. So I appreciate your time. Thank My you. My pleasure. Clue on stage. Of course, we know the board game. We know the tabletop. Uh, a lot of fun and uh, maybe causing a couple familial uh, fights in, in its time. <laughs> About the play, uh, what can people expect? The play is based on the uh, film Clue, which is itself based on the board game. Uh, it's a murder mystery farce, so it's you get the best of both worlds. You get the murder mystery and the whodunit, and we're trying to do what we do in the board game, which is figure out who killed someone in what room and with what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with what object. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's really silly, and it's really adventurous, and there's a cast of characters that are uh, just ridiculous so it's it's a blast and people can come into it completely fresh I mean uh, there's always when something's based on something you think I gotta be a completionist I gotta go maybe watch the movie or I gotta play the game and remind myself no no you can just come and be a part of the audience that's exactly yeah. right you know like I think for fans of the board game or fans of the film there's probably a couple nods here and there but it's mostly built for first time public speaking of public uh, all the players are volunteer members of our community which is what I love about Keanu Theatre Plays and they're fantastic I've just been blown away by the talent up here. It's outstanding. This community is very lucky. As the director, uh, I'm sure you've got a lot of, you know, darling moments in in this production and everything. Uh, let's narrow it down to one. What is something you're really excited for people to see that you doesn't give away the plot or anything? Sure. I'm really excited for uh, audience members to see the opening of Act 2. We spent a, a, a good day just figuring out the logistics of how these six characters, Plum, Peacock, Scarlet, etc., how they search the house. If you could see the back stage side of it, you would be mesmerized by all the different people it takes takes to put on something like this. Amazing. I imagine much like a, a kicked hornet's nest back there as soon as the curtains rise. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's absolutely nuts. You, you wouldn't want to stand backstage or you just could, you know, run over. Yeah, get out of the way. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it. I've got my tickets for tonight. I'm so excited. It is running on uh, certain nights until the 14th. Am I correct? That's correct. Okay, so get your tickets. Do not miss out on this at Keanu Theater and you can get them from the Keanu box office, of course, uh, you know, while supplies last. Thank you so much Jamie for being here and talking about it. Thank you. Clue on stage at Keanu Theater. I can't wait. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.